Hi, welcome to Sacred Reading at Brandon High School, Season 4, The Patron Saints of Nothing. I am your media specialist, Miss Huff, and I don't have anyone with me this week because we are in a testing crazy season and everyone who's, who I meet to record with ends up quarantined or sick or testing or I end up testing. So I'm going to give you my thoughts on this section and do a little bit of Lectio by myself. And I'm really going to hope that you guys, someone out there, sends me a voice memo or an email or a recording or a response somewhere that tells me what you think in this section as well. So I do have a quote that I want us to look at. The quote is on page 227. It says, it strikes me that I cannot claim this country, serene soaked beaches and sun drenched coves without also claiming its problems, its poverty, its history. To say any aspect of it is part of me is to say that every aspect is part of me. So, Lectio Divina. Our four steps are literally what's going on in the text, allegorically, how is it like other texts, Personally, how does it relate to my life? And then what are we called to do based on the conversation? So literally what's going on in the text here is that Jay is sitting on the beach with his aunts and he has realized that he loves this part, that he's like at peace and not thinking about June for a minute and that Something about this air and the tropicalness feels like home. And part of him wonders if that's something that everybody feels when they go to a tropical island and think about just quitting and moving there, or if this really has to do with him being from the Philippines. And then the next thought that strikes him is, but the Philippines isn't just this place. It is the whole of the island. And if I want to claim it, I have to claim all of it. And as we think about other texts, this hit me today as I was driving to work. I read earlier this year, The Indigenous People's History of the United States. It's by Roxanne Dunbar. And it was fabulous and terrifying. And it really talked a lot about the founding of this country as the United States and how the land was taken so many times and in such a brutal way from so many indigenous populations and we just kept kicking them off of land and moving them west and eventually onto reservations and and that the people who settled this country you know came often from scotch irish descent and that they had been people who had also engaged in essentially genocide as well in, you know, in Scotland and Ireland that England had trying to be rid of the others for a very long time. And that the people who settled here were often used to fighting. And then we had these ranger forces and we sent them out into the woods and had them scout out Indian reservations and hunt down and kill people. And we terrorized native populations over and over and over again. And that is a horrible truth that is part of the history of the United States. And it doesn't really matter that my family didn't come over until 1900 and something. I'm an American. And so that's also part of my history. 
but that's not the only part of my history. And because Americans had fought the Indians for so long and in desperate odds and set up homesteads and explored the front because of all that we had done to establish this country and because of the type of people we were when we entered World War One and World War II, World War II specifically, you know, we looked at the stalemates in the war and the, the trench warfare of World War One and the the long odds in World War II, and basically our army said, but we can go get it done, hoo And there's kind of a famous scene, it's in Band of Brothers, where in World War II, the 101st Airborne Division, or the 506, gets um, cut off and surrounded near Bastogne. And in the Arden Forest, like, they're in foxholes, they have no winter clothes, very little food, no medical supplies. They're, the Germans have cut off the line, so there aren't very many supply drops. They're down on ammunition. And the German high command asks for the U.S. surrender of our troops that are there so that we can go be reconnected, like give up this land and go back. And for Christmas, the general on the American side, sends back a response and then goes and like sends it to the men. And his response is nuts. He's not giving in. He's not going to give up on oh, nuts. We're going to keep fighting. And eventually General Patton breaks through and reunites the line. And the story is that General Patton rescues them. But no one from the division that held the Arden Forest and held the line near Baston has ever said that they needed to be rescued. They believed that they were going to do it. And the whole reason that we had a country and a generation, the greatest generation that could do that, has to in some way be in part to what their ancestors had done. So in order to claim America, I claim all of it. And I have to claim both the horrible things that we did to the native population that was here and also claim the excellent soldiership we had in World War II on the right side of history in defending uh, a population that was being marginalized. That America is also full of complexities. I also see this personally in people that I love. You know, my family, my father was born in 1941 in Pennsylvania. And when I think back on my childhood and when I think of my, of my relationship with him, I see him as like this big teddy bear and this loving, caring, wonderful man. He was the one who wanted to stay home with my sister and I when we were sick and would like get us a cold compress for our heads and, you know, watch cartoons with us and try to, you know, see if we wanted a back massage or you know, things to make us feel better and, and try to be really nice. He was the caregiver. And my mom was the one who was like, yeah, I'll buy you some soup at the store. Uh, you want some Sprite too? Have a good day. And so my view of my dad is always this very positive one there. But I also do know that he had some ideas about different races, races that were racist. 
And he definitely said some things in my house growing up that I would never let my daughter say, hopefully never think that I would never let students in the media center say because they're racist. And my mom used to say, oh, he doesn't believe any of that stuff. The minute he gets to know anybody who's different, you know, all of that goes out the window. And I can appreciate the fact that he was willing to put his prejudices aside to get to know people, but that doesn't mean he should have held those prejudices. And it doesn't mean he should have said them. And so I need to accept all of my father as well. And I need to know that he was both a wonderful man to me and also full of prejudices. And I think we're all complicated like that. And I think that that leads to a call of action of being more empathetic. I think that too often I am too quick to judge someone as being on the wrong side of history, uh, the wrong side of a fight, uh, you know, to help the marginalized and those who have less become, uh, have equal access. And too often I look at people who still hold racist ideas, prejudiced ideas, anti-science ideas, things, ideas that I don't agree with. Too often I look at them as just wrong and how could you ever think that? And I think that I need some more empathy and that I need to stop and look and say, there's more to you than one belief and let me get to know you. And I think that the only way that we help people move towards a more equal future for everyone is by seeing the complexities in people. I think that when we judge somebody as just one thing and sort of cut off that relationship or shut them down, I don't think we have any hope of ever changing anybody's mind. I think relationships are the only way we grow and we're pushed by relationships. So I, I think I need to develop more relationships and be more empathetic. What about you guys? Uh, can you relate to the quote? What do you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts because these are just my ramblings. But thank you for listening. And I can't wait to read the rest of this book. Hopefully I get a partner for my next episode. Thank you. Have a great day.